What's going on, everybody? It is September 18th, 2020. It is a Friday Night Lights edition of the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix podcast. It's gonna I, be a- I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but <laughs> this is I'm just going to go ahead and coin the term something I've never heard before, but I want to call this our Friday Football Feast. Oh, wow. Okay, well, Josh, I appreciate you contributing to the cold open. We normally don't bring you in just yet, but Josh, since you're talking, are we feeling happy or are we feeling rocky today? Well, how about since we are doing our Fave 5 sports movies, we do a little bit rocky. Rocky, you got it, pal. All right, uh, we got a good show for you guys, but first we're going to let our friend Walters just uh, take it away here. Walters, what do you got, pal? Thank you so much, Walters. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. I am joined by your other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, you already did, but say hi to the folks, please. Hi, folks. Nailed it. HiddenOaksOverdose at gmail.com, facebook.com slash hoodpod, anchor.fm slash hoodpod is all the places you can interact with us. Segment uh, start times are down in the description below of the audio pod. YouTube, you're kind of fucked over, but it's the way she goes. Levi Oki Illustration, thank you so much for the beautiful art that everyone can see on the stream or on the audio. Josh, I wanted that to go quick today. We are getting out of here in under an hour. It's my vow to God. How are you doing today, pal? I'm doing good. I, I mean, I honestly wish that it was closer to last Sunday than this Sunday because then I could sit here and gloat a little bit more than I'm going to. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we had that cool to. down period. We'll talk about it. All right, pal. I predicted yeah. it everywhere. Fuck off. I, I knew. Know you did. I know you did. Um, but yeah, I'm doing well. That's good. How's, uh, how's the fam doing? The puppers. I haven't seen the puppers in so long. I've, I, I'm almost going through a little bit of a withdrawal. Without them jumping well, on me no. every week. Kaya's Kaya's doing what Kaya does. She's Kaya, and yeah. uh, Odin is well. I think he's still around. Out being a dildo somewhere. No, 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 no. Be nice. Those are my puppers. But yeah, no, they're doing well. Nikita's doing fine. It's her birthday on Monday, so <gasps> happy early birthday, Nikita. They're even throwing a celebration called Monday Night Football in her honor. I believe so. Wow. It's probably going to be another parade for how she performed in the uh, podcast play-along challenge. They're probably celebrating her success, if I had to guess. I I would. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit as well. But Josh, so in the chit-chat today, we won't waste everyone's time, but I did notice you had put your own note in the chit-chat. Josh, what what do you got here? Oh, hang on. Yeah, um... I believe that we now, I mean, we, everybody is well aware of the podcast wars. Um, if not, they'll learn about it in 10th grade history class. Um, and so right now we are experiencing, um, a podcast war three podcast world war three. Yep. There we go. Um, but I don't know. I mean, this would be like Germany in its prime going up against, I, France, maybe I don't know. Wait, France, whenever. To be, wait, hold one second here. Are you saying we're Germany? Because I'm not sure I want to be the Germany in this podcast. <laughs> How about this? War well, scenario. no, I mean, here, here it is. Okay, yep. We're the Americans, and they're the, the Ruskies. Oh, the Ruskies! Oh no, pal. And and it's like Red Dawn over here. Actually, I've never seen that movie, so I don't know if America wins. But I'm just assuming <laughs> we're still here, so they do. Um. But Walters and Jack have started their own satirical podcast. And the reason I call it a satire is because um, they feel that they should bless our ears with their fantasy knowledge, despite both of them battling it out for last place last season in the Victoria's Secret League. So I call it a satire podcast. That's that's a tough pill to swallow if I were either one of them. Luckily, they won't listen to this. But if I were them, I would not be happy with you saying that about them. 
They are usually lovely to us 95% of the time. Which is just strange because I tell them all of this stuff off the air too. Well, I'll say, well, I would say Jack is nice to me 97.8% of the time. He's never really been mean to me, but I just don't know him well enough to give him that hundo P. But I could say Walters, as he's been coming more, as the Ma squad's been birthing this and that, Walters is getting a little more chippy, a little more sassy. I'd say Walters is nice to me. We'll go 73% of the time currently. And trending, yep. trending in the wrong direction. But overall, I wish them the best of luck. I hope it doesn't uh, end like the last one where week four happened and, well, week five didn't. Um, so, yeah, how are you? Any, any chit-chat for you? Josh, I mean, I'm blessed. I think that's the – you've asked me how I am two weeks in a row. This is incredible. This is a great feeling. Uh, please don't delete all of that. You can delete your note. But um, anyways, I don't have any chit-chat for myself. I'm doing great. I had a little bit of a stressful episode last Friday, but we won't get into it. Everything's good now, I think. Uh, but for chit-chat, we have uh, – we'll have our, our podcast stream chat is just blowing up. There's a, a total of two people blowing up the chat. We got Walters and Brian in there both watching along live. Walters says hi. Josh smells. Brian says hi. And then Ryan Walters says, words are tough, T-U-F, tough. And then <laughs> Walters picked up on the same thing I did. He said, you guys are Nazis. Then he said, how many ships have you been in uh, in VS? I think it's one for you. So I think he's saying he's been in more ships than you. And how then many has he, well, he, he answered his question. He said, just one. And then... <laughs> So he he's helping build my point here with the last comment I could read in the chat right now. He says 73%? Fuck off. Well, Walters, now you're down to 71% after that fuck off. I mean, I don't know if you understand how sassiness works, but you're going the wrong way, pal. Welcome to my level. If you lose about 70%, Walters, you'll be tied with me at one. Oh, Christ. All right, so that's that's enough chit chat. That's enough intro, Josh. Let's hop right into our Fantasty Zone. And Josh, you've got some sponsors. I can see you cracking something there. What do you got for the sponsorship of the Fantasty Zone? I've got a brewed in Minnesota, St. Paul area cabin crusher, Kolsch style ale with lime. Summit. Kolsch? Did you say Kolsch style? What the hell is that? What does that mean? Uh, I just assumed they don't know how to spell cold, but. Hmm. I got to say, that can is a fourth of the size of the can you had last time. I'm a little disappointed. Well, I got in trouble last time because when I drank it all and I went out there, ended up throwing the dishes on the ground, angry, you know, because <laughs> they weren't the size of my beer can. I felt like a giant. I was like, why is the plate so small? Turns out it was a dessert plate. Tough, dude. All right. Well, I got, uh, I still got oh, hey, I'm not done. Oh, 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 sorry, sir. Please continue. I've also got one of the world's loudest bags, it seems, but they are goldfish grams. Don't tell my wife I have them because we found these and opened them last week and we almost ate the entire bag. And I'm going to do that right now so she doesn't get any more. So, but what are they again? I don't know. Did you say? They're s'mores flavored goldfish grams. That's inc- I will I will admit uh, they're not the same thing, but the, the word gram reminds me. I've been craving some teddy grams lately. Yes. Oh for my some god! Reason. I was just thinking that too. I think I heard him talking about him on the power trip like a week or two ago. I think it was maybe a, a, an answer in the initials, and I've been, I've been craving them ever since. Some honey and some cinnamon. I was just gonna say if if, if you don't get the cinnamon, you're wrong. You can go I mean, back hu- to honey's pretty good too, pal. It's honey not... is good, but cinnamon, you know. Right. Anyways, let's. Uh, it's our vow to get out here in under an hour. I got the half and half Southern style. Falls here, but I'm going to keep drinking the the Southern style that reminds me of summer while I can. Let's get the inaugural sip in for the show. I forgot people go summer. And I won't be eating these during the pod because I've already plowed through the bag. But a new chip I've discovered recently is Ruffles Double Crunch Hot Wings. These are they're so double crunch. They're like real thick, crunchy chips. And they're delicious. And I'm pretty sure I ate this entire bag yesterday. I'm not proud of it, but they are good. So it's not quite the uh, the hot buffalo Snyder's pretzels, but kind of a similar uh, heat profile. So if you're looking for a good crunchy chip, those are. I'd I highly like recommend those. Anyways, Fan Tasty Zone. We only got the one. E- well, we got actually plenty of fan interaction this week. Shout out to the fans. But most of it's for our new segment tonight, the Fave Five. So only one email for the Fan Tasty Zone. It comes from guest Josh. Who do you think you got an email from that I'm going to read well, the Fan Tasty Zone? Brian. 
You nailed it, pal. All right. Well, I think I think I filled out the notes and I put Brian before he even uh, sent the email. To I be mean, honest. Yeah, we just we just assume. Uh, we appreciate it, Brian. By the way, because otherwise the segment would be pretty dead. It would be Josh and I coming in with fake phone calls again, which we might still do anyways. But, uh, anyways, yeah. Brian writes. Uh, subject line: Hoodcast nine nine. Gentlemen. As always, I listen to the latest Hoodcast, and I don't say this lightly, as you know how I feel about language. What the fuck was that? Two-minute drill? It was like an NBA playoff game where two minutes last an hour. Let's be a bit more prepared, folks. And then he puts Josh in parentheses there. So tough, dude. He's, he's calling you out. Also... Well, you know, Brian, I am not prepared this week, so good luck. You can fast forward if you want. It's only a minute. Also, believe it or not, like most of your 20 followers, I like to watch live. Shout out to Brian, proving himself true. He's watching live. Um, I was teed up at 6, but the show was half over. Love the grum. Brian, phone, email, CVS code, um, three digits. And then he also put Go Giants in reference to the bet we and him, me and him, uh, me, him and I made. Words are hard, Walters. Words are tough. Um, and then I replied to his email, but it's not. I was basically just let him know we're doing Friday today, and we always say go live at five, even though it doesn't. It hasn't really happened except today is the first day we went live right at five. But it's what we've always said, so I don't know why you would tune in at six, Brian. Very ignorant review, very silly. But that's it. That's all we got. No, nothing too, nothing too spicy except for he called you out, Josh. So I mean, you said you're not prepared. Your two minute drill is going to be worse this week than it was last week. Well, I don't even remember last week's, so probably yikes all right well uh we can go ahead well, first off i was laughing because the song you picked just well, well blew Josh, my mind well i again you gave me that song as an option you basically begged me to pick that song let's be clear about that and that'll wrap up the fantasy zone nothing else is popping off in the chat so we will just keep moving this is the this is the two minute drill josh i gotta write down the segment start time because otherwise i have to go back and do it later and then i post the podcast later and then people complain but Anywho, the two-minute drill. So, spoiler, Josh, the, you mentioned the song I picked for you last week. I did not do a new audio file, so we have the same exact song audio file this week. So you're going to have to be the Cat Circus at least two more times. <laughs> is that is that acceptable? Are you going to be okay can, with that? I can, li- I can live with it now that I'm prepared. All right. So you've got the Cat Circus twice, and I'll have to go first twice. I like to switch it up, but I, I just got lazy this week and didn't do a new audio file. So, Josh, the two-minute drill. Let's not waste our time. We are going to recap week one and then preview week two. We each get one minute for each of those things. Four minutes total, two minutes each. Break it down however you want. I'll go first. Um, Whistle, I talk whistle, whistle, you talk whistle. That's how it'll go twice. Are you ready? Yes. All right. I hope this audio is loud enough. And here we go. All right. I knew it was coming. I predicted it in all my pick and pulls. I predicted it in my 256. But goddamn, if it didn't hurt to watch the Packers just absolutely obliterate the Minnesota Vikings. My soul hurts. I faded the Vikings this year, but it, it doesn't make it any easier. I'm going to tune this down just a bit. But God, Thank it you. hurt to watch. Um, week one is always fluky. I, we, I know we've said that in many past pods, but week one's fluky. We're going to see some things we'll never see again this year in that week so don't get attached to things you saw cardinals are coming like i said chargers are undefeated um the colts not so much yet but the jags the jacksonville jaguars aren't defeated brady looks rusty but i predicted a slow start for the bucks so i'm thinking the bucks are still coming and i still got 10 seconds so again just shout out to the Minshew mania he, he pointed up to the owner's box he said hey shod khan tony khan tank this bitch fuck you and I, there we go there we go all right so packers vikings gar covered it he did predict it i actually predicted a vikings win at home but rookie power for green bay and the reason i say rookie power is because the couple plays that i watched alan lazard's end around um jason nagara led the way that by the way is that third round tight end fullback that we drafted that i was just like what the hell are they thinking Turns out he knows how to throw blocks. Also, Jordan Love played the same number of snaps as the two first round picks for the Minnesota Vikings up until halftime. Very interesting stat there. Probably contributed about as much as them too overall. Anyways, going on, is PR the problem? 
Gar, PR, Philip Rivers. Wherever he goes, losing happens. I'm just saying. And preseason, shmi season. Who needs preseason with all the points scored this week? Baltimore, Kansas City, Green Bay. I mean, those are just a few of the big scores this week. Anyways. There you go. Way way to to play uh, to the whistle, not through the whistle, Josh. We appreciate it. All right, Josh, are you ready to preview week two? This is supposed to be a fast segment, but I just want to make sure you're ready. Yes. Okay, I don't you look like you froze for a second. All right, here we go. Week two. Starting at week two, I already talked about Minshew, but I have a feeling that if Gardner Minshew leads the Jacksonville Jaguars to another improbable victory, the cons that I already mentioned are going to go personally break the shins of Gardner Minshew and probably shave off his mustache just so he loses his a mojo. A mojo jojo if you're a Powderpuff Girls fan. The Vikes will probably lose again. We are playing in Indianapolis. Obviously, Josh said he predicted a Vikings win at home, but we ain't got no fans. And you don't want to make excuses, but obviously everyone knows our fans make a difference. Maybe it means we're bad because we rely on our fans. But anyways, uh, week two, it's not a preview, but I respect the hell out of Joe Burrow. His performance last night was incredible. He looked poised. He looked respectable. That man has a bright career ahead of him unless the Bengals ruin him. Sunday night looks interesting. Cleveland, or not Cleveland, Seattle, New England. Who the hell knows what's going to happen, Josh? I sure don't, but I am going to be glued to my television. So, looking at the notes here, um, I typed this up prior to last night's game where I said Cincinnati, Cleveland. I'm coming out honest here. I said barf. I expected it to be one of those just absolutely blindfold pissing contests where people are just twirling around. Turns out there was some actually decent offense. Nick Chubb, Creon, both scored a pair of touchdowns. Awesome. Anyways, moving on, I am excited for the weekend. I haven't looked at any of the games because I did not expect to have to do two-minute preview for the upcoming week. I thought we tied it into our first one. Anyways, Garlic, I see your face right now. Brian, I apologize for this segment. Brian would like to let you know that the clown music goes with the bandana. It's not a bandana. It's a headband. Have some class. All right. Well, Josh is done, but we're going to let this music play out. Enjoy it. Oh, I mean, I don't. I think we should have it be our uh, background music for the rest of the show. Oh, Christ. All right. Well, that was the two-minute drill, Josh. Yes, we have stated it many times, but we do two minutes for the week before and two minutes for the next week. I, I have no idea why I didn't uh, didn't think about that. Because I guess when I was looking at it, I saw a recap week one, two minute drill, and then I saw the preview week two, but I thought that was an entirely separate header for some reason. You know, it's it must be the bold font and the different font size that really throws you there. I can see how you confuse the two. Yeah. There's highlighting and <laughs> then there's actually punctuation, which just throws me off regardless. So all right, well, that was a two-minute drill, folks. We took four of our old segments, smashed them down into just that. Let's move on to uh, what what's jo- what's this segment, Josh? What have we dubbed it? The fantasy fun time. Wow, really bringing the pizzazz this week, Josh. We start. Well, I'm, I'm just. I feel like I let Brian down, and I just I lost all pizzazz because of it. I mean, he he did roast you in the chat with the clown music thing, but I mean, you just gotta you just gotta hit him with the hard rest of the show, and I think he'll be proud of you. Maybe you'll get a glowing review at the end. Maybe he'll do five out of five. Would recommend. Hopefully, Brian is. is this what Vikings fans feel like? Yes, every every day of our okay. lives. Oh, but before the Fantasy Fun Time starts, I forgot about the YouTube thing, Josh. I think when you created this note sheet, you did it from an old one that didn't mention the YouTube thing, so I forgot to mention it. It's my bad. Um, but we are at 22 out of 100 subscribers, so we've gone up two since last week. Be a friend, tell a friend. Journey to a hundy. We want that custom Earl. But let's hop into the Fantasy Fun Time. We always start with the grain of salt, Josh. And we have the Hidden Oaks highlights to talk more about many of our specific matchups. But just briefly, um, I'm in, well, I'm technically in seven fantasy leagues, but I am only trying in five of them. I have, I'm in three dynasty leagues, and in two of the dynasty leagues, I have decided that my teams are TRBL terrible. And so I am 
intentionally tanking in those two leagues. Some would say I'm pissing away $90, but you don't win the pot unless you win two years in a row, so I'm banking on myself being successful next year and T not winning the Hidden Oaks one this year. Neither here nor there. Anyways, of the seven leagues I'm in, I'm only trying in five. And so of that five, I won three games and I lost two. So I went three and two in my first week, 60% winning percentage. Um, one of my losses was real close. The only loss that was real bad was in the redraft league, but we can talk about that in the Hidden Oaks highlights. Josh, how do you do in your first week? What's your grain of salt, pal? Oof. I'm just, I just want to say that this might have been my best overall week of fantasy ever. Like Ooh, I know last job. season I had a last year I had a couple like six and oh, seven and oh weeks, I think, or however many leagues I was in, maybe one or two. But even though I went five and one this week, my overall record between every game, 63 and six for a 91% win. Ooh. I was a, I was a league high in three leagues. Um, and it's funny because the only player in common on all three of those teams was J.K. Dobbins on my bench. So maybe he has some special powers. I have no idea. Yes, you got to leave him on the bench is what I'm hearing. But yeah, no, I even got to, I even got to pick the eye candy in the Victoria's Secret League. Ooh, child. Who'd you, what'd you pick? I picked Gardner Minshew as he's getting off the airplane with his chest hair hanging out in the oh. sparkly suit. Yeah. That's my eye candy. Um, we lost in uh, the Bunker Family League, um, but overall, you know, it was a pretty solid week. Did, I, I uh, did you survive yeah. the Guillotine League? Sounds I like did, you I did. Was, I was the high scorer. Oh, Josh, la di da, pal. Yeah, no, I mean, I was the high scorer in the Guillotine, the Hidden Oaks Dynasty, Hidden Oaks Redraft, and Victoria's Secret. Yeah, I forgot about this whole thing that I stole that you didn't even do last year, but the intellectual property of Joshua Allen Bunker Incorporated. Uh, I went 39 and 18 against every team in every league uh, that last week. So I not as good as you, but I did not bad myself. Three yeah, of no. my three of my or all three of my victories were blowouts for sure. Nice. Yes, sir. So yeah, that is a grain of salt. So well, before we just quick. So you think the guillotine league, you were the high score week one, but you think that's going to continue? Do you just get a bunch of touchdowns or are you going to make it to the ship in this thing? How do you feel about the guillotine well, team? I, I'm going to have to change my roster up a little bit because I saw AJ Brown is out now. Um, but I had cream hunt go last night and he did solid for me. Um, since it's full point PPR, I think he got 24. Um, overall, I mean, I didn't pick anybody up, but I don't need to. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, it definitely sounds like you don't. All right. So the top performers of the week, Josh, I bet there's a 0% chance you have that pulled up. Um, I do actually. Is that why you're pulling it up right now? I, I mean, I had ESPN open. Oh, I had okay. accidentally closed it. But. Okay. Well, uh, I'll start with all offensive players because I think this is interesting because we always talk about quarterbacks always being the highest scores every year. But of the top five, just overall, any position, there's only one quarterback. Um, it's Devonta Adams, Josh Jacobs, Calvin Ridley, Russell, Calvin Ridley, Russell Wilson, then Adam Thielen. Those are the top five in our full PPR league. So I thought that was interesting. Only one QB. <laughs> Uh, and before we get too deep down the rabbit hole, I know Brian will get testy uh, if we don't acknowledge his existence every 10 seconds. So in the chat, he said, it's not a roast, your whole headband matching the clown music thing. Um, he said it's a compliment, and it's hard to match headwear to clown music. So Josh, he's, uh, he's complimenting you, not, not uh, tearing you down. Oh. So, so I hope you feel that way. Good. All right, so the quarterbacks then. I've already mentioned the top one. We got Russell Wilson up top. Then Aaron Rodgers was the two, QB2 of the week. Josh Allen, three. Lamar Jackson, four. And Kyler Murray, five. Uh, did you have any of those people in your lineups this week, Josh? Well, in in the – I mean, yeah, I had Devonta Adams and Kelvin Ridley in the Hidden Oaks redraft. Ooh, um, okay. Hopkins I'm, is in the Victoria's Secret League. Um, I had I – had, yep, yep, go on. Oh, you're just talking top five? Yeah, I was Ridley just talking about the. Oh, well, I mean, I was just talking about the top five QBs right there, but also that. Oh, whoops! Would be nice if you paid attention, pal. Who are the top five running backs, Josh? This was this is your top segment. Top five running backs. <laughs> we it. have Josh Jacobs with thirty six, CMC with twenty eight and a half, Zeke with twenty eight, and Malcolm Brown. Yes, folks. Oh no, Naheem Hines. Wow, I skipped one. Uh, Total respect for the Hines, dude. And Malcolm Brown, 26. 
Proud of you, Josh. For the wide receivers, we've already mentioned a couple of them. Um, Devonta Adams, 41.6. Calvin Ridley, 33.9. Adam Thielen, how you doing, pal? Detroit Lakes, 31. The Hop, 29.1. And then Darius Slayton, wide receiver, 5 on the week in full PPR with 28.2. Josh, let's hear about those tight ends. We've got... Dallas Goddard, the Philadelphia tight end, no one owned. Uh, then we got Mark, or he had 24. Then Mark Andrews with 23. Noah Font with 19. Travis Kelsey with 17. And then TJ Hockeysaki with 16.6. The Hawk man himself right there. And then the sixth highest, even though it doesn't matter, David Njoku, who's now on IR. Yeah, dude, tough. Pick him up. Tough week for the Njokes for sure. Hey, Gar, do you want to hit us up with them defenses? I didn't plan on them. I'd already changed my pace. Yeah, no, nobody wants to. I, I just found it funny that Washington was the second or the tied for first. I mean, they destroyed the Eagles. Well, so. yeah, we'll get into that. All right, Josh. But uh, So that was the top performers of the week, in case anyone cares. Josh, you, uh, you, you threw a little curveball in here this week. Why don't you talk to the folks about your little brainchild here, pal? Yeah, so I figured uh, to ruin Gar's prediction of keeping us under an hour, I figured I'd add another segment. Um, oh, we'll be actually, fine. Uh, actually, just kidding. I I like the I've always liked the idea of having it be more of a general fantasy, just to keep people interested in, instead of our league altogether. Um, and so this is something I dubbed ascend or anchor. And so really just messing around with studs and duds changing the name up a little bit. Um, but ascend is somebody who you will, who will take your team to the next level, likely a waiver or a bench player, um, over somebody who would be currently starting in your lineup. And then anchor is somebody who's going to drag you down might be worth selling. So somebody that you might have starting around your bench that you should just get rid of before they implode. A la Antonio Brown with the Raiders. Anyways, thanks guard. Do you want to go ahead and lead us off? I would love to lead us off. Um, so what I got for an ascension, I mean, it's not, it's no hot take. He's already been picked up on all the waiver wires and all the leagues are in. But Malcolm Brown, um, if anyone watched the Rams game against Dallas last week, that it was all Malcolm Brown all the time for the running game. I don't care about snap counts. I don't care about you know carries or yards or whatever. If you watch that game, not knowing anything else. You saw Malcolm Brown dominating and none of the other running backs doing anything that significant. So Malcolm Brown, definitely a, a guy you'd want on your squad. Then I put down Logan Thomas as well, the tight end for Washington, the Washington football team specifically. Um, he, he saw some high usage. He was getting plenty of targets. And so if Terry McLaurin's going to be triple covered all game, every game, Dwayne Haskins has to throw the ball to someone. He he might even still not be um, owned in some of your leagues. So Logan Thomas is uh, an ascending player that I wouldn't mind having, at least on my bench, if not starting because Blake Jarwin let me down in a league or two. I had Josh Kelly, um, somebody that we'd both kind of been hyping up before last week. But we, he had two we knew, we knew, just saying. Yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke it, world. Anyways. Boom. Um, Jackson went down. He's banged up. He only had two carries last week. So I don't know if he had two before the injury and then he just got hurt or if he had two and then, um, Kelly came in, started doing well and Jackson tripped on the sideline. Anyways, he, Kelly had double digit carries, two touchdowns, seemed to get a lot of the goal line work. So I like his, um, production at that point. Now, is, is he going to be starting over like CMC or Zeke or even somebody like uh, Kareem hunt? Probably not. But for a flex play on a bye week, I'd take him. And oh, then, certainly. I'm not, and then Chenault. I'm not going to try LaVisca. I, I LaVisca is how it's, it's – if you were to just read it, that's how you would sound it out for sure is LaVisca. All right. LaVisca Chenault, um, he's probably not owned in many of your leagues unless it's a deep league. Um, but he got – even though Minshew, Minshew threw the ball 20 times, five of those times were towards Chenault. He got 40 yards and a score. So if they're ever in a shootout and he gets quarter of the targets, you're going to like that outcome. It's true. Now, moving on to the anchors, the ones that are going to drag you down. Um, I only had one just because it's early in the season. Obviously, don't want to overreact to things, as Garlic has put it in his note. Um, but I said Wentz. I just, I mean, he's been a turnover machine the last few years, always injured, yet he's still on a roster. 
granted it's Jesse's roster. So he probably did it out of some sort of, uh, um, Python got stick together. Earth Python. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one semester. Good job. Um, it was more than rostered. one semester. I mean, he was probably there for two or three. Let's give him a chance here, pal. I guess. Um, but guys who are owned less than him, and this is just an average, Matt Stafford, Cam Newton, Kirk Cousins, Gardner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater, and Ryan Tannehill, all of which put up more points than Wentz did last week. Yeah, I mean, Gardner, I think he's got a tough matchup this week. I think it's Tennessee, but then after that, Gardner's got like four cake matchups. If Gardner's unknown in your league, you should probably snipe that kid up uh, for the next couple weeks, if not this week as well. But yeah, I mean, I was fading Wentz just for the reason he, he can't. He, has he finished? Did he finish last season? I don't remember. No. Yeah, so dude just can't do Actually, it. Actually, I don't know either. <laughs> well, we'll say he didn't because that fits our narrative. Uh, but for my anchors, Josh, I put down a couple, uh, a couple of running backs that are really worrying me. So Le'Veon Bell... Despite the fact that I was pretty much fading him all year, I did end up drafting him in one of my leagues. Thankfully, I had a couple of running backs already, so I didn't need. I didn't, I'm not relying on Le'Veon Bell. Um, I put down Nick Chubb in the notes that was before last night's game, and boy, do I feel just fine about Nick Chubb now. Suck my dick, T. Um, uh, but then also Mark Ingram, you gotta you gotta monitor that situation. Josh already alluded to J.K. Dobbins, and uh, definitely seems like he got plenty of the workload. It's hard to say whether uh, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know if Mark Ingram was just unsuccessful for they put Dobbins, so they put Dobbins in, or because they were absolutely steamrolling the Brownies. They're like, all right, let's see what this Dobbins kids can do. So they just rested Ingram. I don't know. We'll probably have a better idea this week, but uh, definitely Mark Ingram as a guy who I have a lot of shares of. He's in a lot of uh, my. He's on a lot of my fancy roster, so um, I'm not going to cut ties just yet. Because after one week, I would never do that. But I'm watching Mark Ingram closely. He's on a tight leash. Do you think, Splendid. Do you think that's something we're going to do every week, Josh, or do you just want to try and see how it went? I just wanted to try it, you know, kind of like a wine tasting, swish it around a bit and then spit Ooh. it out. But um, Bell is on the IR now, so he's probably a good anchor. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, at this point, if he's on the IR, though, unless you've got a five-person bench like us, you could probably roster him just to see what he does when he comes back. But, yeah, he's uh, – don't, don't save him over someone actually good. I'll say that. Okay, now – Moving on, um, I don't know why we're doing a budget bunch because FanDuel's canceled. Oh, oh, so Josh, I noticed you put that in the notes. So uh, we got rid of a bunch of other things this year, so we're doing the podcast play along challenge through FanDuel. But you put no, down the FanDuel thing is canceled. What does that mean? What are you? What are you talking about? It's canceled. There's <laughs> FanDuel shut down. It's really? I didn't. In the United States. Did this just happen like right as the show started? Because I mean, no, no, it happened Sunday afternoon. I was trying to change my lineup, and I got a notification that said, "Sorry, bud, no can doozies." You're trying to change your lineup. Well, why'd you set it bad in the first place? Gar, do you have my uh, do you have my thing turned down low so if I scream, it doesn't uh, blow people's eardrums? Uh, I sure can right now. In three, two, you are down. If you want to scream. Why do people get injured? That's, uh, I was expecting more, but yeah, I mean, that's, you had a tough well, show. I have a couple dogs and yeah. Well, I expected a shoot up between the greatest of all time, Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Turns out Tom Brady didn't want to play football, so he just let them manhandle him. Gosh, if you listen to anything I've been saying this whole time, the Bucks are going to start slow. Give them a couple weeks, then they'll be shooting into the playoffs, okay? Tom Brady's a week 17 type of player. That's when he's going to really shine. <sighs> he plays his best football in December. I mean, what do you want from me, pal? Got to make it there first, Pops. Uh, but anywho, we are doing the uh, FanDuel podcast play-along challenge, and let's uh, let's not sugarcoat it in any way. Let's not take any credit. Nikita Mitchell, your wife, and Mitchell21, as her username reads, slaughtered the rest of the competition. She had a total of 166.9 fantasy points out of, what is it, 10 starters, 9 starters? I don't even know off the top of my head, but she dominated this field. Nikita has found her calling. I bet she wishes now that there was more money on the line. And if you were to go scroll all the way down, I'm not even sure my computer can scroll this low, but if you're going to go all the way down to number 19, because one of the participants didn't want to set a lineup week one, Josh, you... uh. Can you read? I don't know if you have it up there, but can you read who's at number 19 there in the FanDuel standings? Well, I'll read who's in last place. Connor. 
Okay, well, who's? But I'm saying 19. Who's in number 19 there? I can't, I'm pointing at my screen. It's not very, not very good for podcasts because you haven't seen it on the camera. But I'm pointing. To, who's that at 19 there? Me. Oh, 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 oh Josh, you scored. My a, wife outscored me by 100 points. Yeah, I was gonna say your wife almost scrippled, scrippled, tripled your score. <laughs> she crippled you with her fucking score. 64, Josh. That's TUF tough, as they would say on the land of 10,000 plus goons. Does that sting? A bit. Both of the wide receivers I thought were going to have big games got hurt. They're both doubtful for this week, too. So nobody played, nobody picked Chris Godwin or uh, Mike Thomas. All right, so just going through the top five, because uh, we're going to have to list off how everyone finished, but Jack came in second with 147.1. Jesse, some fucking how, came in third with 145.6. T, the shit abyss himself, 139.02 in fourth. And then Jacob Milcheski, a guy no one else knows but me, used to work with him at the Wells, 137.1. And an honorable mention in seventh, Josh, a guy who literally doesn't know that football is a sport. Levi Oki, the guy who fucking drew our fucking podcast art, he performed better than both of us because I came in 14th. Well, you know, like I said in a text message, these people are going to think that they're so smart before they realize that we went out and we picked just players we knew were going to do bad to give them an advantage. We call it the handicap week. Is that what we call it, pal? No, that's what I'm calling it to make myself feel better. I appreciate that. Um, so, Josh, moving on to this week, do you, have you already entered your lineup? Have you already put in your entry for this week? I, I have. Okay, so tell us who you got so we can make sure to avoid all those cancers you currently have in your lineup. Or you don't have to list off the whole thing, but just like, who is a guy you like? And then we'll do the budget bunch in a second. But who is in your lineup that you really like this week? Well, you know, I'm very high on Marlon Mack this week. Oh, um, are you, pal? <laughs> No, I'm not going to tell you who I have in my lineup. I need you to make up some ground, you folks. You I mean, we're giving them the budget bunch already, so we're telling them guys we like for cheap. I mean, what would be the big deal just giving us like one nugget out of your lineup? Because I'll give, I'm going to give one nugget. I'm not going to sit here and be a stooge. Right, you go first. I forget who I put in my lineup. All right. Well, so I, I really like uh, this is this is going to sting a little bit, Josh. But now that I said that, you know what's coming. I've got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. $7,900 going up against the depleted Detroit defense. I've, uh, From what I hear, and I haven't researched this myself, but from what I hear, they have their three of their corners are out. So that's going to be a TUF tough, a woof, as we used to say. I got, I've got. i been listening to other podcasts. I say other things, so that's all i got in my brain, TUF tough, but a woof um, for the Lions there. And so the... Packers could probably dominate this game on the ground, but if Rodgers is going on his fuck you tour, as I've heard a lot of people call it, um, I see him lighting up this defense. So for 79 Hundy, I got Aaron Rodgers leading my my uh, FanDuel squad this week, Josh. who's Give us one nugget out of yours, pal. Well, if you went with somebody from the division, um, I'm going to go with someone from the division. <clears throat> and I put Adam Thielen. The one and only wide receiver in Minnesota after last week, apparently. Hey, man, BC Johnson had like two, three catches. Show a little respect. Yeah, no, but he's um, he's available for 7,300 against Indy. Phillip Rivers likes to pass. The only thing here is that Indy's defense necessarily isn't the best. So if Vikings get up early, they're going to run the ball. And who knows? This, this is probably going to be the week that Kirk throws the ball 11 times again. But if it's anything like last week, Nine of the 11 are going to be towards Thielen. Could be. All right, Josh, let's move on to the budget bunch. So this is, we're just going to rapid fire, throw players out there, players that you could, if you're struggling because you wanted to pick all the studs this week and you got your flex to fill or another wide receiver or something to fill, these are guys in the budget bunch you can get for $5,200 or less um, in your lineup. So this one's a little bit less now that James Conner's a full go, but yeah, I see your bolding, Josh. Easy pal. Uh, but Benny Snell is still currently available for 46 hundy. We don't know if James Conner's going to be, you know, slowed or not or on a, on a snap count or whatnot, but Benny Snell 4,600 is not bad. Um, in your flex, we got Malcolm Brown guy. We've talked about a lot tonight, 52 hundy on the dot. And then, uh, 
the guy Josh really liked two, three years ago that's really done nothing even that year, but has done nothing since. Keelan Cole had a, had a good first showing for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's currently available for 48 Hundy. He's a wide receiver in case that's not clear to people who don't know because, again, this guy's a no-name to just about everybody, but he wouldn't be a bad flex or wide receiver three play for 48 Hundy dollars. Josh, who do you got in your budget bunch? Rapid fire. I've got Scotty Miller. Tampa Bay slot receiver who Tom Brady seemed to love week one. Tom Brady, white receivers in the slot, name a more iconic duo. He is currently worth 5,200. Next, I have MVS, Marquez Valdez Scantling. Mr. Drops himself. He drops it like it's hot. He's worth 5,100, but Rodgers still targeted him even after two horrendous drops that I probably could have caught. Um, and then lastly, I have a yuck. San Francisco 49ers rookie wide receiver. 4,900. First game of the season for him. Didn't play last week. Kittle's out, so I would imagine he's going to have a big game if they need to throw the ball. All right, Josh. We're going to then move on. That is our fantasy fun time. We're moving on to the Hidden Oaks highlights, and we want to fly through this because we want plenty of time for the Fave 5. Brand new segment tonight, but the Hidden Oaks highlights, this segment isn't going to be really anything special until we get closer to playoff season. But, Josh, the side bet for week one was how'd you draft? And uh, in some sort of pyramid good. some sort of pyramid scheme way, Josh won. Uh, the side bet itself was the most players over 11 points, um, so it had to be 11.1 or higher. And so Josh won that side bet. Well, I guess it would be 11.0. But anyways, you get it. Over 11. And Josh won. Um, so, fuck you, Josh. You drafted well, I guess. You had a dominant performance we'll talk about in a sec. But side bet for this week is Benchwarmer, the team with the highest scoring bench player. So if you're someone who's out there and you've already decided, wow, my team kind of stinks this year, Bradley. Uh, even though you won your first week, I mean, we already know you're going to screw it up somehow. So just take CMC, go and slide him on the bench, and get yourself at least 5 bucks. recuperate 10% of your investment so far in this league. That's what I'd do, but I don't have CMC, so not even worth it for me. Josh, you, I saw you put down a team name update. I didn't think this was worth noting, but I didn't want to delete your note. Do you want to go ahead and uh, read your team name what update? What do you mean? We're not going to lie to the people. There was a team name update. Uh, but we're not going to do this every week. We're not the victorious POD. We just did it on the first week because people got new teams, new players. Yeah, but this one, it's a big one because Nikita went from, I believe, Dak Knight Rises to Team Mitchell. So Back, she back to Team, team Mitchell name. for what it's worth. She's been Team Mitchell before, and then we gave her shit. I was like, Nikita, get yourself a better fucking team name. And then she went to Dak Knight Rises. We were all proud of her. And now she's back to Team Mitchell. Nikita, what are you doing, pal? She updated um, her team name. What 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 more do you want? Unbelievable. She didn't have Dak anymore, so she updated her team name. This is she's the only possible of one team name as long as Dak's on her team, huh? She can't do anything else. Yeah, I guess. And I for know. and for what it's worth to all the you people out there calling me a sexist, even though I'm hashtag feminist, hashtag girl power. Uh, I tried to get the key on the pod today, she refused, so just let it be known I tried. Walters, I don't want to see your hate in the chat. Uh, but so that's it, Josh. You uh, you definitely had the best performance out of the week. Do you want to talk about stomping the reigning champ? I mean, I just did exactly what I did two years ago when I won it, and I I focused wide receiver heavy and said, you know what, I'll find a running back later on. And so Devonte Adams, Tyree Kill, and Kelvin Ridley were kind of my go-to players, and they performed for me. Um, but then I got you know a touchdown out of Todd Gurley. Cam Newton did well. So I was overall pretty happy with my performance. Um, and then I still have some solid players on the bench, I feel. So I, I like my team. Now that I said that, though, plane crash, bunch of hurt people, I don't know. I'm not going to get too high yet just because it's a long season. Yeah. How'd you do week one? How'd well, tea taste? I mean, I didn't play tea week one, so how, nice how try, Brad pal. taste? Nope, I'm still wrong. I played Jesse week one, and uh, Jesse did obliterate me. He had the hops we talked about. He had the Mark Anders as well. Um, Jesse put up 135 to my 97. I had Mark Ingram. I had. Um, I don't know, Marlon Mack, a bunch of other people who underperformed, so it was not a good week one for Gar. There's no sugarcoating it there, but I got obliterated. Um, I'm not seeing anything else in here that's really worth a significant honorable mention in this segment. Um, so, yeah, we'll just move on. Again, Hidden Oaks highlights won't be anything special until we get closer to playoff season. Or I guess, Josh, how do you do in the Dynasty League? Did you feel good about your performance? I know Connor seemed I, upset I, about it. Yeah, I mean, I beat the three-headed dragon. Mr. Bragging about having Zeke McCaffrey and uh, I don't even know his third running back. 
Does he have CMC? I think he might have CMC. Or do you say yeah, you said, said McCaffrey? Zeke, I know. Well, McCaffrey and yeah, then yeah, yeah. Shut up. I forget who else. But apparently not good enough to beat my team. Yeah. So, but I do play T this week, and then uh, who do you play this week, Josh? I haven't looked. Some oh, team I'll is tell you. You, two or? you you play Jer Bear. He is currently zero and one. Oh. You're, you're playing the rookie Jeremy, who's got all the rookie running backs. Yes, that is right. Yep, I'm going to beat him. I mean, I had Cream Hunt go last night, so 24 points to start off on Thursday. I'll take it. All right, Josh, we've got 15 minutes for this and the outro. So without further ado, we're going to move on to the brand new overly hyped segment, our Fave 5. Josh, what is the premise for Fave 5? Go and let the folks know. It is our top five of a certain category randomly selected. I actually went through and I selected them all for the rest of the season. And so this week though, we are going to talk about our favorite sports movies. And as you said in a text message, this was tough. We should have broken it down by subcategories too, like sports movies with, you know, dancing sports movies with cars, that sort of thing. Yeah, comedy, sports movies, sports movies based on real life. I mean, we definitely will we'll, definitely see us revisiting the sports movies category someday, but we, uh, we wanted to stick with it, and we wanted the fans to play along. So, Josh, without further ado, but just before we hop in, so we, we had three fan submissions. We got Brian to give us his favorite five, A-Dub, Audio Isle to give us his favorite five, and then Hammer gave us his favorite five. Do we want to list theirs just rapid fire and go, this is what they thought? Because we're going to go five, four, three, two, one. you and I back and forth. Do we want to do them along with us, or do we want to do them separately from us? Um, Brian, you're still in the chat. What do you think? No, we're not going to sit here and wait for Brian to pop. I'm asking you, Josh. Um, we can do we can do fives all the way through. All right, fives all the way through. So we'll start with the fans because obviously our opinion is going to be superior to theirs. So this is sports movies. Um, where did the thing go? There it is. Okay, so we'll start out with Audio Al because he gave a description with his, which Hammer and Brian did not. So I don't want to say you've been showed up, Hammer and Brian, but you have. Number five for Audio Al, Airbud, basketball playing golden retriever. What's not to like? Josh, how do you feel about the Airbud? Good movie, bad movie? It. I mean, it's a classic. Can't go wrong with it. So, D plus pick. Sorry, B plus. All right. We got Brian. He put The Color of Money. And I was going to Google this movie, but I never did. Do you have any idea what that movie is about? Because I have no clue. Uh, Green. That's The Color of Money. So, I'm guessing green. Nailed it. Um, And to be clear, in case anyone doesn't know, we talk about Brian a lot. But Brian, compared to us, is ancient he rode a dinosaur to and from school his neighbor was fred flintstone and to brian's credit his family actually invented the if you ever watched the flintstones the foot propelled car uh the canup family actually invented that so shout out to brian but this dude is old so his and, uh and, his, and th- go on i'll just say his fave five will reflect that a teaser for you is well, I guess, yeah, you just said that, but I believe he has one movie post-1995 in this list. He put in the chat, Paul Newman pool with Tom Cruise. I don't know if he's saying swimming pool or playing like pool on a pool table, but billiards. Anyways, um, all right. And then we have Hammer. He put, so this is a movie I consider just for a moment for mine, Kicking and Screaming. Are you familiar with this movie, Josh? Is it the soccer movie with Will Ferrell? Absolute classic of a movie. <laughs> Kicking and screaming. He is a, I think it's a elementary school or a middle school soccer coach. I'm pretty sure Didka's in that movie. Just a weapon of a movie. I love it. But uh, Josh, we kept our list a secret from each other because we didn't want it to be ruined. Um, I, so I have my list separately here and you put in a bunch of joke answers for yours. But Josh... Your fifth favorite sports movie of all time. Cars. It's not a joke. All right, pal. I, I know no. it's a joke. Um, see, I kept it secret, but I actually kept it in the notes. And I just did it in a white font. So, oh, um, big brain. How you doing, pal? So I'm going to update the spreadsheet live with... Oh, it's still Cars. You don't got to be that fancy with it. I mean, just you, know, you should uh, know I what had, it is. I had Southpaw, a I, boxing movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Ooh. Kind of an emotional ride. 
I liked it. It's, it's action. It's got some drama in there, ups and downs. Um, I, I mean, like you, I had a hard time with this. I've seen a lot of sports movies in my time, so I could probably go through and make a new favorite five, fave five, and have all different movies. <laughs> mm, a completely different five. I concur. Uh, just so just so it's clear, I can talk about how I ranked this or how I gave it my f- my favorite five. Um, I love movies, and how I'm gauge how I kind of gauged my favorite five is movies I would rewatch because there's certainly a million great sports movies out there. But for it to be my personal favorite, because this is an objective top five, this is fave five, so my favorite. Um, I, I picked movies that I've watched plenty of times because I rewatch movies, and I rewatch movies I like a lot. Um, so for my number five, Josh, I'm going to guess you've never heard of this movie. I think a lot of the listeners haven't, but mine, a rugby-based movie out of South Africa, Invictus. It's got Morgan Freeman. It's I've got it. Matt Damon. It's an absolutely... I mean, I'm a sucker for movies, and I love this movie. Uh, so if you're a movie critic, it might be a bad movie just based on, you know, critical dumb movie stuff. But I love the movie, and so that's why it's my number five. Moving on to number fours. Did we, we start with um, Adub? So Adub, his number four. Oh, you have the notes up for him, so you want yeah. to read Adubs? Well, it's just real quick. He got, he's got fired up. Jocks Becoming Cheerleaders, very underrated movie. And I can say I've never heard of this movie. I've heard of it, and I can honestly say never interest me. Sorry, Adub. Moving on to Hammer, he has a, another classic with Happy Gilmore. Not going to disagree. It's a good movie. I like it. Great, great movie. All right, I guess I'll take Brian. Uh, Brian put Major League as his number four. I feel very confident that's a baseball movie, but it's certainly not a baseball movie I have seen. What? Even I've seen that. Nah, I'm more of an Angels in the Outfield kind of guy watching that at I mean, Sharon's. That, that almost made my list. So I thought uh, about Major it. League did too. But um, I, oh, but, oh, does Major League have Charlie Sheen? I think it's coming back. Yes. I haven't seen the movie, but I've, I'm familiar with the memes of it and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so moving on to my number four, we have got. See, I don't even remember my list, so I actually do have to. I have Field of Dreams as my number four. Wow. Did you, uh, did Barrero slip you a 20 to put that in there or what? I actually really like that movie. I've, I've seen it. Like, it's one of those movies that I, I own and I've watched it when I own it. Um, but whenever it's on TV, it's one of those movies I'll stop and watch. It's, it's emotional. It's got, um, it's, what's his name in it? Jeez, no, I don't even remember the main actor's name. Brian, help. It's not Dennis Quaid, is it? I, Josh, I don't think I've ever seen it. Couldn't I think it's it Dennis Quaid. Um, but yeah, no, it's just an overall great movie, and it's about baseball. What's not to like? That's true. My number four, Hammer, you and I, same wavelength, Happy Gilmore. I've seen that movie a million times. Guy shouldn't have been fucking standing there. I mean, just a great movie. I, we could go on and on about Happy Gilmore, but we got seven minutes left, so I want to keep moving. Happy Gilmore, nine, my number four. And I'll go through all the number threes of the other guys, just to speed it up, Josh. Number three for A-Dub is Like Mike. Always gave me hopes and dreams of my shoes making me all pro. So A-Dub, we all had that. We all wanted those magic shoes, but we never got them, did we? Hammer has got the Mighty Ducks. Hammer's a big hockey guy, so he's got Mighty Ducks at number three. Speaking of another big hockey guy, Brian's got Miracle for his number three. I was thinking about Miracle. I'm a sucker for movies based on real life. Obviously, they're dramatized and not real and this and that, but I love movies based on uh, real life events. So Miracle almost made my five, Brian, but I respect it at three. Josh, what is your three? Warrior. It's an MMA movie starring Tom Hardy, Nick Nolte. It is. It was straight to DVD, apparently, or streaming service. And I, I stumbled upon it once upon a time at in college and ended up buying it. I've seen that movie maybe a dozen times. Nikita could probably quote it. She's watched it so much with me. Damn, it's, Nikita. I, it's a, I, I mean, it's a great movie. So I like it a lot. All right. And then my number three movie I've watched. It's a, re, it's a newer movie, but it's a movie I've probably already watched five to ten times. Moneyball, an absolute classic of a movie. Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill. You just got to get on base, motherfucker. Um, yeah, I don't know. I love Moneyball. 
Again, movie movies based on real life, uh, they get me for some reason. Even if they're critically bad or poorly made <laughs> movies, the story is what gets me. It's what hooks me. So, love Moneyball, Billy Bean. I look up to you, Josh. Um, I'll I'll take uh, I'll take Al's number two, and you can get the other number twos. Um, Audio Al has got the ringer for his number two favorite sports movie of all time, and his note is just, "When the fuck did we get ice cream?" If you're not familiar with the ringer. Uh, we probably shouldn't get too deep into it, but look up, look it up. Absolute classic. Uh, Hammer had the Karate Kid as his number two. I'm assuming he's watching Cobra Kai as well right now, so good pick there. And then Brian had Field of Dreams, so Brian likes Field of Dreams as well. I had Million Dollar Baby. Gar, do you have you seen that movie? It is a boxing movie with Hilary Swank and Morgan Freeman's in it, and it is. An amazing movie. I I mean, yeah. I've teared up watching that movie. It is so good. Um, but yeah, I won't spoil it for you. What's your number two? I'll probably never watch it. My number two, Josh, and uh, disappointed I didn't hear this in your list at all, so I guess you're a fucking stooge, but number two, my favorite sports movie of all time, the Flint Mission Mega Bowl itself, semi-pro, ELE, everybody love everybody. That movie's a classic. I've probably seen that movie 15 to 20 times. I mean, are you kidding me? Everybody love everybody. Oh, it's such a great player, owner, coach, Jackie Moon. I mean, can you get any better than that? You can because I put it as my number two, but what an absolute legacy of a movie. That movie is all time. Will Ferrell, great comedy, semi-pro. Let's keep going, though. Ugh. Al's number one, Audio Al. Speaking of Will Ferrell, this man has Blades of Glory as his favorite sports movie all time. The Iron Lotus, I swear to God, if you cut my head off. Uh, He didn't put that, though. He put classic Will Ferrell comedy with the Napoleon Dynamite bonus. Plus, Pam Beasley in her undergarments, need I say more? And that's true. I mean, uh, watching that movie as a teenager, I'm sure there were plenty of horny teens, including uh, Brad, maybe Josh, uh, certainly myself that we're uh, very excited to see Pam Beasley in her lingerie. Moving on to Hammer. He's got Mystery Alaska, his number one favorite sports movie of all time. I have no idea what that is. My heart wants to tell me it's a some sort of dog sledding movie, but I've, do you have any idea what that movie is, Josh? Because I don't. I don't, no. Sorry, Hammer, we can't respect it. But moving on to Brian, he's got Caddyshack. Again, showing his age. Doesn't make it a bad movie at all, but Caddyshack is an absolute classic of a movie. And Brian, I respect that you picked it as your favorite and not something more serious. Josh, oh, you a gopher right now? <laughs> yeah. What's um, your favorite sports movie all time, Josh? This Oh, this might just be recency bias, but actually it's not. Remember the Titans. And that is my number one go-to sports movie. Good movie. It, it gives me the chills. It's one of those movies where you could probably quote front or beginning to end, but it never gets old. Great. Gar, go. I can't disagree, but for mine, I, I went the comedy route. And this is not only one of my top favorite sp- sports movies all time, probably top three movies of any genre all time i got the ricky bobby cal Naughton jr shake and bake talladega nights are you kidding me nascar's a fucking sport talladega nights is one of the greatest movies ever created i've probably seen that movie 30 to 40 times i love it there ain't no mu- nothing more terrifying than driving with a live cougar in the car you got a kilo of columbian bam bam under the car cops are coming time to be a man speed or jail Ugh. It's just a great movie. All right, Josh, we have got two minutes left. That was the Fave Five. We loved uh, people playing along. If you didn't get uh, didn't get yours in before, get them in after. Send us your top favorite five sports movies. But Josh, what is our top five or Fave Five uh, segment for next week or topic? It'll be your non-homer, so the, not your home team, active football players non-quarterback so obviously quarterbacks are the the flashy ones and a lot of people like them but we're gonna go for the non-homer active football players yeah so hopefully you're taking notes again can't be vikings no packers nothing like that they gotta be playing they can't be quarterbacks like a julio jones a james connor that'd be fine but you're fit should should we do a live air change this and just do uh non-division sure you could do non-nfc north favorite that's fine yeah 
Alright, but anyways, Josh, let's jump into the outro, because again, uh, we've got one minute left, and I can do this outro in under a minute. I know that the stream's already over, so chat, don't blow me up on that, but we got 60 seconds here. Josh, you did great today. I did great as well. Stay safe out there. COVID's still real. Political climate, climate is scary. HiddenOaksOverdose at gmail.com, facebook.com slash hoodpod, anchor.fm slash hoodpod. HiddenOaksOverdose.com exists. Josh, I don't know if there's much for the fans there other than our league history if you're in the redraft league. That's pretty interesting. I don't know if we've ever shared that. But HiddenOaksOverdose.com is a website we own. Um, Josh, you have anything you want to say? Go Packers. Oh, Josh, you want to go to the Elk Mound uh, Crafts Fair? Go Packers. Bye, everybody. Bye. So, I mean, with the song, it's going to be over, but I don't care. We did it. We're at 59 right now, Josh. I'm feeling pretty pretty hype. That's pretty good. And and I'll, I'll clean up my two-minute drill. Sorry, Brian. Um. <laughs> the, the chat got pretty quiet after a while. I think they, they came disinterested as we go. So, I mean, your, your, your classic attitude, and it, I didn't see it today, but your classic attitude of just wearing – wearing on the pod as it goes was not lost on the chat they uh they didn't really seem to give us any input with our fave five so i mean that's okay chat if you if you had to leave us or if you fell asleep i get it but that's oh, a, yeah, that's way past brian's bedtime oh that's true yep all right well i'm gonna go make dinner and i will talk to you a later bye say hi to the missus for me will do miss you already